Hello, and welcome to Titan Talk, a podcast, a part of the Eastlake Plus, a positive podcast. My name is Vanessa Brinkman, and I am a proud, proud teacher at Eastlake High School and a proud alumna of, of two, class of 2003. So normally I'm joined by my co-host, Mrs. Hughes, but she has the night off today. But today we are joined by one of the Eastlake superstars. And for those of you who are not familiar with Mr. Faust, today's the day. So what's super exciting about today, and one thing, I don't know if me and Mrs. Hughes have ever really identified, but you know, Titan Talk is really great um, because it's an opportunity for us to showcase all the great things that are happening in the community and give the alumni out there a little taste of what you've been missing since you've been out. So Mr. Faust, Aren't you just so excited to be here today? Very excited. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Of course. It, what's better time to highlight all the great things that you and TitanBot are doing? But before we get into that, I got to know, before Eastlake, life before Eastlake, <laughs> how did you end up here at the high school? How did you end up being the advisor at TitanBot? All of it. Tell us. All of it. How much do you want to know? All of it. All of it. Okay. Um well, it, well, my first career was with the Navy. I was, uh, I did Navy ROTC in college and that's, uh, that's how I got into that. I was a helicopter pilot at North Island. So that's kind of got me going. Holy moly. I had and no then, idea. No idea. Okay. And then, uh, um, so, uh, I did both my, my training, my fleet tour, and then my shore tour all at, at North Island. So the good thing is I didn't have to move. So that was really good mm. for my family. How and lovely. it was nice. You know, when people are moving every two and a half years, I got to do three in a row here in San Diego. What could be better? And uh, in my in my last tour, I was uh, an instructor pilot at the uh, fleet squadron where we were teaching the new guys how to fly. And so mm-hmm. uh, I really got kind of a, a, a fla- uh, you know, a flavor for teaching. And uh, unfortunately, at that time, I was diagnosed with an illness that grounded me from flying. Mm-hmm. And so I then I had to choose what am I doing next? So uh, I really enjoyed the teaching aspect, and my wife was already in education as a counselor, so I said, well, maybe that's something I could do, and I really enjoy that aspect. So I started doing night classes at Chapman, and I uh, got my teaching credential while I was still active duty, and then when I got out, I slid right into a um, student teaching position at Chula Vista High. That yeah, is That's amazing. how things got started. I had no idea you were a pilot. That's so interesting. Yeah. So I bet the students like don't want, they get probably so excited to like pick your brain about a lot of different things. Uh, well, in, in my aerospace class, we get to talk about fun stuff. Uh, some of the, some of the, the interesting aspects of being a pilot and, and the aerospace, not just the engineering, but we also look at the, uh, the, I guess the, the perspective of what a pilot experiences and that's, that's part of it. You know, and that was one of the things that you just brought up and I was kind of thinking like, what, so what are the classes? So I know you best as team Titan bot. So what classes are you teaching on campus and how do you feel like you're, your Navy experience really has helped you with that. You, you alluded to it a little bit, it, a little bit, a little bit. Um, so, uh, so I, I'm the only engineering teacher here. And, and so that gives me the opportunity to get all the students, all the best students here. So, uh, intro to design is the kind of the foundation course for the engineering pathway. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be called intro to engineering design. It's the same course, but it, okay. a long time ago, the district said, well, if we call it this, because there's so much of a design aspect, it gets students the F credit, Oh, even, even though it's in okay. the engineering pathway, which is the fine art credit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the foundation course. And then uh, there are uh, three options for foundation or for, excuse me, a um, concentration course. 
uh, there's the aerospace engineering, mm-hmm. uh, digital electronics, and then something that we just started last year is uh, drone technology. Wow. Um, was that your drone I saw flying around on campus yesterday? It probably was. It was probably my students who were out there practicing. So, yes. Okay. I felt okay. like there needed to be like an announcement, like beware of drone. Okay. <laughs> they should be flying high above so as not to pester people down below. But yeah. Oh, they were probably, I was looking extra good yesterday, so I'm assuming that's what they were looking at. But, you know, okay, it's okay. Okay, following Miss Brinkman around, <laughs> of course. Didn't you know? Everyone follows me around. <laughs> All right. So that gives us a little background as to how you ended up. So then what made you get to Eastlake? So you were at Chula Vista High and then. Right. I, uh, so I started student teaching there and under uh, an amazing uh, retired teacher now named John Ray, he was the physics teacher over there. And Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to teach because my college degree was in aerospace. So I wanted to teach physics and seemed like a a logical thing. So I got to teach physics and earth science over there for Mm -hmm. four years uh, and then I went back to school and worked in industry for a couple of years. And then I was looking for what's next. And my wife and I were walking around the neighborhood doing our daily dog walk. And our neighbor around the corner said, was talking about all oh, the bathrooms that he's like, wake anyway. <laughs> but she said, and that engineering position still isn't filled. And I was like, <gasps> and you're kidding. Yeah. And, um, and so from there, uh, my neighbor, um, you may recognize the name Lance Christensen. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a teacher here, and I said, hey, Lance, do you know, any, know anything about this? And he said, no, but I'll talk to the AP. And it turned out it was Bob Hughes at the time. Mm-hmm. So the next thing you know, like two days later, I got a call from Bob Hughes, and a day, day or so later, I was in an interview with Leo Uyoa and Miss uh, 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 Lizaraga. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history, I guess. Holy That's moly. That's how things happen. So. You, diff- you definitely just, had that little moment. Just a chance, like, hey. <laughs> You're like, hey, I live in Eastlake, and I need to come back. That's amazing. How exciting. So that you already perfect. mentioned that Mr. Oyoa, he's yes. one of the, mm-hmm. you know, Titan legends as far as Titan Bot goes. Oh, yes. So can you talk a little bit about the history of the program? Who were some major players? Like I said, I mentioned Oyoa. Um, who yes. else can we add to that list of Eastlake Titan Bot <laughs> legends? So getting back to Titan Bot. So the, the team was started in 2008 by Leo Uyoa, who was the engineering teacher at the time. So he was in my position and he started the team in 2008 uh, with the help of some mentors from NAVAIR who are, who continue to be our mentors. And um, so uh, that was what's was known as a rookie season in mm-hmm. first robotics. And then um, he did it for, I think three years before he moved up to be the, the Dean of student activities. Mm-hmm. And, and my position was actually gapped for a year. As I understand, looking at the history, there were long-term subs. And then eventually around second semester, there was uh, a young lady by the name of Miss V, is all I know. Oh, I don't yeah. remember what her name was, but Miss <laughs> V was not, not our normal Miss V, or maybe it was Miss Z. Anyway, she took over second semester and kind of helped. But for the most part, the team was run by students and almost entirely that year. Wow. Um, uh, and then I come in in the fall of 2012 and I knew nothing. And so it was great that all the students had been running the team for a year and they taught me mm-hmm. as, as we went along. And that's kind of how I got my start. And how'd you do that first year? Um, I was learning. <laughs> I was learning that first year, but the students did great. Uh, and with the help of the mentors, we, uh, we did all right. We ended up uh, getting an invitation to Worlds that year at the last minute, and we made it happen. All right. So you've mentioned a lot of things that I just have so many things, so many questions. So before, okay. you know, so we talked about Legends of Titanbot. Oh. What would be... 
yeah, I didn't ahead. mention, I, I've, there are a couple of teachers I definitely want to mention. Number one, uh, I know Lee, started it, but in those first years, there was also an A.J. Ronecker. Do you mind? Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Ronecker. Mm-hmm. I know he was uh, one of those legends who retired. And also Mr. Fuentes. Really? Mr. Fuentes. He helped out for a couple of years as well. So Doing he, what? Yeah. He was that kind of an assistant coach. He would help them out with some of the writing and oh, okay. things like that. And and he tells me stories about what he was, you know, what he had experienced uh, back in those days, in the early days of Titan Boss. It was good. Holy moly. That's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but that, I just <laughs> needed to mention those couple of individuals because they were really instrumental in those early days. Oh, yeah. No problem. No, yeah. please, by all means, interrupt. Because one of the questions I had was, you know, what is when thinking about with Mr. Oyoa and <clears throat> bringing the, the purpose of what is essentially the purpose and mission of TitanBot? Okay. So, so TitanBot participates in what's known as first robotics competition. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, it's a specific type of robotics. Now first was, uh, founded by a guy by the name of Dean Kamen Mm -hmm. and he's not an everyday name, but he is the inventor of the Segway, which you might, among many other things. So his claim to fame is the Segway, but he was an inventor for many years, a lot of medical devices because his brother was a doctor, but he founded first in 1989, with the idea that, um, you know, he noticed that, you know, the heroes of the day were sports stars. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, not enough people are really acknowledging like the science and technology heroes who are mm-hmm. making things happen in society. So he wanted to celebrate and promote science and technology heroes mm-hmm. as a means of, of, of really um, kind of like fostering that environment and, and that culture. And so he started in 1989 and first stands for, for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. So it it is an acronym in and of itself. And um, so first robotics, their mission is to promote science and technology and kind of celebrate science and technology heroes so that we can really promote the culture of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, innovation uh, throughout and, and that's kind of how it got started. So we do first robotics competition, which is uh, exclusively a high school level competition. Mm-hmm. Um, our robots are uh, about 125 pounds. We have an upper limit of 125 pounds. Um, the the spring is our season, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and that's uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes for a question or not, but um, <laughs> please, by all means, like okay. I said, step step, because the, then you're you're leading me into that next point is that so you've mentioned you know all the key players and mm-hmm. recognizing our science and technology and all the attributes that are what they bring mm-hmm. to our society is you know foundational pieces essentially so when you get to your robotics when you're when you already mentioned your robots 120 pounds and you before everything had started <laughs> he was talking about how the robot is gliding versus steering um <laughs> talk to us what are you building so how so you said spring's your build season well i haven't said that right. well spring is normally your build season so what are what is the the process so what are the how do you know what you're going to be building? How do you know what the task that you're going to be doing? So kind of talk us through what the students are actually doing, because I see them every day until okay. the sun goes down, whether it's daylight savings or not, those kids are outside. <laughs> so, well, well, at its core, we are building young people into amazing leaders of tomorrow. That That's the start, because these young people are doing some amazing things, um, you know, from the human side. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the, the machine side, um, you know, that's the vehicle by which Dean came and envisioned us, you know, promoting science technology is, is robotics is that vehicle that takes us there. And so uh, every 
January, early January, typically the first January in uh, in the year, we get our challenge. Where mm-hmm. We have no idea what's coming to us mm-hmm. until that January. This year it was January 7th. And then they have the kickoff where they release what the game is going to be. Mm-hmm. So we can take things that we've learned in prior years, but we have no idea what robot sport we're going to play for mm-hmm. the year. And so we get that the the game released, the game manual, which is typically about 120 pages or so with scoring rules and penalty rules and robot rules and mm-hmm. all of those things, um, you know, details about what the field and game, game elements are, are like. And then we, we then get to work. Mm-hmm. And our objective is to then understand what the game is uh, and then design and build a robot to meet the challenges of the game for the year. All right. So what robot did you guys build this year and what game were you playing? So our robot this year is named Phoebe. Oh, not after the friend Phoebe, but apparently there's a Titan named Phoebe out mm-hmm. there. The, the goddess of energy or something like that. The kids know much better than I do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the objective this year is uh, about picking up these uh, purple cubes and traffic cones, essentially, and then placing them very precisely in certain positions to score points and go as fast as you can to do that. Wow. Now, you guys just had your first competition. We did. How'd it go? Um, it could have gone better, but, mm-hmm. but as I was explaining before, it's, uh, you know, th- this year we were adopting a new drive system. Mm-hmm. You know, historically we've done what's known as a tank drive where the right side of the robot and the left side of the robot are independently driven mm-hmm. to operate like a tank where you can mm-hmm. kind of turn on a dime and forward and backwards and all that. But uh, the wave of the future is what's known as swerve drive or each a corner of the robot is independently driven and steered mm-hmm. uh, so that it creates more of a gliding motion across the field like you were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and that is, a, it's a brand new system to us. It's, it's the way most of the best teams in the world are going. So we said, we got to jump into the pool eventually. Let's do it now. We, mm-hmm. So we worked through the programming with the help of our incredible technical mentor, David O'Connor. And uh, the kids did a great job of, of kind of working with them to get all of the libraries imported, all of the programming done for each indiv- individual wheel. And it, it's a complicated process, but they did it. But the one thing we, we were struggling with was there was one component that due to the supply chain issues around mm-hmm. the world with this one encoder was out of stock the entire season. Mm-hmm. So we got to our first competition and discovered how important that one little encoder is because... Uh, that one little encoder is what keeps the wheels aligned with the programming so that the programming knows oh. where, the, where the wheels are. Oh, no. So uh, every time we'd get on the field, we'd get bumped by another robot or go over a, you know, an <sighs> obstacle. The wheels would disengage from where the programming thought mm-hmm. it was, so our driver was having a real hard time. But you know what? Our team worked through that adversity. Or adversity. We did the best we could in terms of uh, taking steps between each match to ensure the wheels were aligned. Uh, we got a chance to work with our autonomous program, um, and, and our, uh, our chairman's team or our, our impact presentation team did a wonderful job presenting to the judges, um, our safety director won safety star of the day. So, you know, wow. we had a difficult time on the field, but off the field, we just did a, a really great job and, and the team really came together. Our next one is in a week and a half and we now have those encoders in hand installed on the now robot you're and it's, it's working wonderfully. Uh, so we're super excited about what's to come. Well, and that's one of the things that one, something that I noticed just as an outsider mm. is that the, the Titanbot team is incredibly co- close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they spend how many hours built together and they're <laughs> eating, they're building. I, I, how does these adversities with realizing that little coder, how does that really help to bond your team together well you know 
the reality is, is that no one individual has all of the answers. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we have a variety of different positions on the team because robotics at this level is hard and it takes a lot of different areas of expertise. So we necessarily have to rely on each other, mm -hmm. lean on each other and, and support each other through the, those challenges. It's, there's no choice about it, but, um, um, you know, I think that the, just the kids come into it with a great attitude and we're excited to be there. So, um, Although there was, there were obviously some disappointments that we didn't mm -hmm. perform better on the field, but uh, but to see some of these other off the field attributes really shine was a, a great thing for the kids to see. That it's uh, as Dean Kamen says, it's all about it's all about more than robots. It's not just the robots; it's more mm -hmm. than robots because we're building kids, we're building building characteristics like gracious professionalism and cooperation. These are terms that have been kind of coined by first um, uh, to kind of provide kind of a, a foundation of values for the kids to operate under. It's not just about winning, 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 but it's about winning with grace, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where you're helping other teams when they need it, but you're competing fiercely for your own, uh, your own team and your own alliance to, to do the best you can, but do it with, you know, sportsmanship and grace. Mm -hmm. So what, one of my last questions for you, mm -hmm. what has been your single best moment working with these students? Hmm. There have been so many, but, uh, wow. Wow. Um, you know, over the years, I, I think that it, that's a really tough one, Vanessa. I, I because you're making me choose, right. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, can over choose the like years, two. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, over the years, every generation of Titan bots has yielded just these amazing kids that just mm -hmm. blow me away by what they do. And I look back at my, myself in high school and I think, could I be, could I have done that? And, I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. these kids just step up in such a big way. So we've had some successes over the years, like, uh, like, like winning a competition is such a, a thrill for the entire team to mm -hmm. see, uh, you know, the, the pictures in the moment that are captured, um, you know, that, that thrill of victory is amazing. Uh, we've also had individuals like, uh, you may remember a Simon way. He was, mm -hmm. he was chosen as a first Dean's list. A finalist and got to go to championships all by himself because he did such a great job. And so those little victories that, that students have along the way, um, individual and collectively are just priceless. And, and for me, uh, you know, getting to work with some absolutely amazing kids on a day-to-day -day basis is such a privilege. And, and I, they make me better. You know, that, uh, that these kids who are so technically savvy in so many ways, they make me smarter all the time when I don't know how to do something. They, They'll help me. Mm -hmm. They figure it out. Um, so it, it's definitely a um, a daily challenge to keep up with them sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And but at the same time, it's 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 such a, an incredible opportunity uh, for me to help them in their journey because, um, like I said, it's not just about the robots. It is about all of the different ways that Titanbot builds individuals, builds character, builds community, and uh, and helps them become. Um, that much more equipped, that much more capable for the challenges that they've got in their future as they move on to college and bigger and better things. Okay. I lied. And, it was fun. One final okay, comment. One okay. final one. Any last shout outs? I know you'd mentioned that, you know, there's so many, you've mentioned so many companies and people who've come in and help. Any final shout outs oh, I've to got recognize? To. I've got to. I, uh, how much time do we have? Okay, okay. Okay. Real fast. Real fast. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, we talk about the amazing students and, and, mm -hmm. and every year we, we, um, um, 
you know, elect leaders for the team. Mm-hmm. So this year, my leader is uh, Jason Nguyen. Some of you might know him. Jason is an amazing young man. He's doing an incredible job uh, to lead this team. And and just he's an example of, of just, you know, atmospheric growth uh, mm-hmm. over the course of his four years. So the student leaders are absolutely phenomenal. But it's not just me. It's not just the students. We talked about the mentors, but we have sponsors who have supported us over the years. Mm-hmm. Qualcomm. Uh, Booz Allen Hamilton, um, Collins Aerospace is one this year, um, a DOD STEM, Department of Defense, um, and a number of smaller businesses and even, um, you know, family donations have sustained us over the years. And our Booster Club, I can't walk away without mentioning our amazing Booster Club because our, our booster parents who may not have the technical expertise for a robot are there to help in so many ways, like with writing, right? We have, mm-hmm. you know, mentors who help with our writing and our award submissions, mentors or boosters who are there to help us with things that, you know, the students just can't do because it takes an adult to do something yeah. sometimes like, you know, you know, planning trips and things like that. They're, they're there to help me with that process. And and um, you I know, think also I heard that they were going to have a dinner soon. Oh, pro- probably, <laughs> you know, but but Titanbot is a many legged stool and the boosters are a big part of that. And and uh, as well as the students and the, uh, um, you know, the mentors. So it's too many people to mention by name, but hopefully they know you're in my heart. You guys are awesome. Well, Mr. Faust, you are amazing. And we are so grateful well, that you were able to join us today on Titan Talk and just share some you. of the memories. I'm sure a lot of alumni are out there like, I remember those days. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you on behalf of everyone here that for taking time out of your day to spend time with us. And of course, sharing all your wealth of knowledge and, you oh, know, thank, thank you. goodness for Lance Christensen finding you out there in the world, <laughs> because who knows what we, where we would have been. It was one of those moments that I, I was like, I was in the right place at the right time. No kidding. Well, thank you. Thank you on behalf of everyone here for being here. And thank you for sharing your story. And thank you to everyone out there in Titan land. And please, please make sure you're following us on all our social media. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Make sure you're joining us on the website. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. And thank you always for joining us on Titan Talk, a positive positive podcast a part of the east lake plus podcast group thank you thank you and have a good night